So he survived a literal Panda Express. We, you know, want to address that. We're all in the same room. Like it's we're really here. cool that the three of us are all vaccinated. Yeah, and, and mask, uh, maskless. Yeah, no uh, mask. I I know for sure that one of the things I definitely want to talk about on this topic was, um, I know the reason why Future the rapper is called Future, and it's because. He knew that we were going to be in a pandemic. That's why his biggest song is called Mask Off. It's funny because it came out before the pandemic and it was already big then. But now that this literal Panda Express is finished, he knew that there was going to be a pandemic and he knew he was going to, his song Mask Off was still going to come back and well, pop off. I mean, is it really finished, right? Like there's the pandemic is still going on, but yeah. Yeah. We're, we're moving towards the opposite direction. Of but that. even the CDC, like, is a fan of his music. They were eventually yeah. just like, yes, please. This take song your mask is off. so good that we have to change our guidelines. Yeah. yeah to be mask off completely. No, but because even, even high key scientists love bumping in the club to future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it well was actually, okay, hold on. Let me pump the brakes on this. I think we should not talk about the pandemic because everybody's talking about the pandemic. That's, That's true. Fair. We should try to bump to something else. Let me, let me try to get us started off on something different. Okay. I gotcha. So do you guys hear about Bill Gates? No. That he's single? He is. Is that well, what you're is Actually, that what I don't you're... know if he's single yet. They announced they're getting a divorce. Did it already happen? I don't know. Oh, but is that particularly what that. you're talking I didn't know if there was any other news with about Bill Gates <laughs> besides that. Yeah, so, no, I, I remember what you're saying. Uh, Bill Gates is getting a divorce or whatever. I don't know if that's been finalized or not. But also, uh, Prince, uh, or Prince or King or whoever he is, Prince Philip died or whatever for, uh, for the Queen of England. And everyone was like, hey, what if Bill Gates, one of the richest people ever, married the queen? Everyone was like that? Yeah, well, it was like the whole like meme on Twitter or whatever. It was like, hey, what if the two like oh, richest and most powerful people right. like, got together? Yeah, like he's Isn't texting the queen at 2 a.m. Greenwich yeah. Mean Time being like, you up? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, everyone thought it was such a coincidence that... Uh, but she's on the other side of the world, so she's... It's like afternoon for her. Yeah, it's not like, really a booty call for her. Listen, it's just like, it's oh, a, hey, fam. Well, also, like, he's the richest guy in the world. He could easily just, you know, fly over real quick on his pri- one of his many private jets. Like, right? Is he the richest? Matter. I thought Jeff hit him, like, passed him up. Maybe, especially I, because Bill Gates about to take a massive loss when uh, he gets divorced and loses half of his stuff. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's gonna, gonna show up. He's gonna, he's gonna be wearing a monocle now because he's like, I lost my le- other half of my glasses <laughs> in the divorce. Yeah, with Melinda Gates. Which yeah, I don't know exactly. I, I, but monocles up, are like, specifically like at least that would fit him because he's so rich. That's right, a, that's right, a, that right. is a rich person thing. Definitely. I don't even know why he still wears glasses. He should invent like better eyes and, and just use digital yeah, dude, he's, microchip he, vision. I mean, yeah. that's his stick is inventing stuff, so he might as well invent better eyes. Is it his stuff, though? Does he, he an inventor? It's been a while since well, I've really paid attention because Bill Gates... Well, actually, I'll tell you something he invented. I was actually thinking about this. He's so rich. Have you guys ever thought about um, like the concept of billionaires? Like how wild it is that someone can have that much money. Like one yeah. person yeah. has collected that like much. Like Scrooge McDuck levels of money. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
And that's why I was trying to connect the dots and go through like the history of like these massively rich people. And I, you might have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure the reason why we call them billionaires is because of Bill Gates. He was the guy who first thought of having that much money, and that's why they named it after them. He's like, guys, guess what? I just invented a whole new amount of money, and it's a billion dollars. He was either going to do that or call it a Gates. Uh, he was going to Gatesianaire. Just yeah. doesn't fly off the yeah, tongue. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's correct, <laughs> but I honestly would not be surprised. He is just that rich, you know? Um, if he's the first person to do it, you know, lay the claim. The first like, guy to think of a billion as a number, dude. Nobody else had ever thought to think that. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, hold on, let me just flex this out real quick. Well, and, uh, I just, and now I, it's a billionaire. I just love the idea of Bill Gates being like the Scrooge McDuck level of rich, which he has, you know, for a while now. But I, I, I always wonder if when he got to that amount of success at, you know, at the age he did, if he was already thinking, what is some insanely expensive stuff that I actually could just easily just put in for now? And and just buy whatever I can think of right now, because if, if you're that rich, like you think of all the possibilities of just stuff you can do that people with yeah. not that much money can do. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean for sure, uh, Bill Gates can do whatever he wants. I guess. I mean, he's turning poop into water. Like that's a pretty like <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty cool thing to do if you have a lot of money. Have you seen that? Um, I think I have. Like he has like some machine that does that in like recycles feces into drinkable water, which is pretty epic. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, would I you think. feel comfortable with that though? Here's like, the thing: we kind of. I drink whatever comes out of that faucet, dude. dude so, like, I probably. Are, here's the thing, but like, I don't want to say there's only so much water, but with with how like evaporation con is that the whole cycle of water comes through. It's technically already happening. So, right. If it's anything, so Bill Gates is just yeah. making it easier and quicker for us. Yeah, he's still being like a a, a visionary with his. The stuff he's trying to provide our society. Yeah, we as a society have definitely like wrecked our planet, and, and we, I'm glad we're becoming a little bit more aware of that. We definitely do live in a society and an environment. Yes. Well, speaking of the environment, I'm back in the working environment. We're fully back into the whole and in the office. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm not envious, dude. That's a bummer. It's a bum deal. Eh, well, it has its pluses and minuses, you know. I like going somewhere during the day. Yeah. That's actually not that bad. Um, kind of, it's, it's somewhat energizing. Plus, you know, I'm back in the office now without masks and being able to do other bullshit, you know. Yeah, so I, like, I imagine that's nice. That is, yeah, it kind of coincides with the nice part of like getting back to normal. But one thing that I forgot about was sharing the bathroom with men. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you know. You know how sometimes you'll hear, like, I hate all men, like that kind of statement, which yeah. I think is, well, you know, an oversimplification, probably reductionist in a certain degree, not meant to be taken literally. Sure. But I do catch myself saying that literal, that phrase, I... whenever I have to share the bathroom with other men, okay? First off, you know something only men do is piss on the toilet seat. <sighs> yeah. And then, yeah. that's... That is the form of laziness that that does infuriate me just because you can easily lift it and it's like what, we're yeah. all adults. Everybody who works in my office is an adult. But you also, can't be a kid and work in yeah. well, that in and my also, office. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I, I may be one of the 
rare people that does. But I pee sitting down because I'm just lazy. I'm very, I'm very lazy, and that's. I think that's visionary. I'm gonna be honest. Wow, really? You're yes. willing to go that far to call sitting down to pee vision? <laughs> I am, dude. Yeah. Quote me on that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, uh, especially if you're uh, thinking about it from the perspective of the people who have to clean up after you. You know, you. Just, <laughs> Get it all in the bowl. Yeah. Because when you stand up to pee, dude, you you can you can get it anywhere. Yeah. And the guys who I share a bathroom with definitely sometimes just piss on the seat. I, I and love, it's like, this is, how savage do you have to be to just do that? I'm like, I don't care. I love the memes that are about target practice, about where in the bowl you pee. Because if you're pulling... If you're peeing right in the center, it's like really loud. But this, they, if you're peeing on like the edge, there's like a scope because, or it's like a silencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, it's like really quiet. It's uh, that, <laughs> right? I but the thing is, when you're peeing in the bathroom that you share, or even taking a dump in a bathroom that you share with a bunch of men, yeah, yeah. there's certain things that that go down that I don't necessarily appreciate. Okay. Oh, and I have the thing for me is I feel like I at least appreciate it ha- sharing a bathroom with men rather than sharing a bathroom with boys. Because back when I was <laughs> in middle school, boys just loved destroying things. Yes. And at the end of the day, like the whole just to- toilets just wouldn't work. It's like, okay, what, what's the point of the bathroom? We're just going to destroy <laughs> no, everything in no. there. Okay. I, our middle school bathroom. <laughs> Was a war zone. It was My, a war zone. Our, uh, our principal, principal had to have a meeting with like, like all the boys in our grade. Meeting. Yeah, to yell at us. Because here's what happened to our bathroom. First, like if you took a dump at school and other boys found out about it, they were going to attack you on it. <laughs> they were going to like look at your shoes to try to figure out who you are so they can make fun of you. And also they were going to try to break in and, and like <laughs> catch you taking a dump. Every stall in the boys' bathroom on the eighth grade hall had the lock broken off. Yes. Because people would be sitting there taking a dump and someone would walk in. Like, it, this is actually going along with what I was trying to say. Like, men are just bizarre in yeah. the bathroom. Like, they yeah. walk in, they're like, huh? Someone taking a shit? Let me try to break the door in and catch them. <laughs> like, reveals, like, whoa, dude, why? Why do you want to look at somebody taking a shit? <laughs> like, all of the doors. That happened enough times where every single stall no longer had a lock on it. And then the final straw the reason we had to have the auditorium reading was because one kid was in there taking a shit and he put his feet up like he was sitting on the toilet put his feet up on the door to like hold it shut because uh, there were kids on the outside trying to bust in and then because he was holding the door with his feet they went and hit the side wall of the stall and broke it down in so the stall broke and now we have an exposed toilet with only (laughs) it has a door that doesn't was that the the, like the lock in, in the door like that's what finally made them be like okay we need to have an assembly need, yeah. and to get these kids right and that's when the yeah when the principal had to go meet with the I'll boys ne- only i'll never forget that that auditorium meeting just because i remember it, our i remember our principal looking straight it felt like he was looking straight at me and i remember not being one of those people who destroys the toilets but i remember being like why does it feel like i like <laughs> it's just because i'm a boy and i'm getting lumped in with it and that's it's like the same thing when when I feel like that's it's the, it's mirrors the same image of when people say like I hate all men and whatnot, but or I I hate I hate men, all and then men some dudes are like, oh, would well, not all men, but like, um, that's why like in that scenario, I definitely was like, 
please don't lump me in with these dudes who are destroying <laughs> things that I need to use daily. Right. No, that's the thing. Like, plus they would also um, the way that they refilled the soap dispensers in the boys' bathroom was there was like a like a nozzle on the top, <laughs> yes. and the boys would just go in there and take the top off and spit in. There. Oh God! It's like why you evil Cretans? <laughs> why do like, I have to share a bathroom with you? But like the. That apparently was not a problem in the girls' bathroom. Like, they were totally fine. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to go to the assembly for, like, how to not destroy the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's what it was like to be a young boy going to the bathroom. Now, yeah. as men, I share the bathroom with some some people who it's like, here's the thing. It's not that level of chaos. Sure. But it's more of, like, a uh, social psychology, like, group dynamics kind of um, yeah, I know you're uh, about. primal instinct kind yeah. of situation. Because I'll just be in the bathroom quietly doing my business. And then I'll hear somebody come in, like loudly walking in, slams the door behind them, and they get into the stall, slam the the seat down, grunting to, <laughs> and then and it's not it's about making as much noise as possible. Yeah, like, you know, like those howling yeah. monkeys, like like and they're, like, yeah. and they're making a noise as loud as possible to intimidate the other primates and show that they're the most dominant. Yeah. Exact same thought process for these guys who come into the right. bathroom. They start ripping ass <laughs> as loud as possible, but also coughing like <laughs> and <laughs> next thing you know, they're going to be belching and then you're going to hear <sighs> Because yeah, there's exactly. already a toilet bowl and, right and, there. And also, they have their phone on loud. You know, <laughs> it's like and typing. Then, yeah. It's typing. And then you randomly hear the camera fly. <laughs> 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 Just like a picture of something. <laughs> and, and making all this noise to the point where. I get like they're showing their dominance in such a strong manner where unless I can answer back, I have to just get up and leave. Yeah. I have to just, they just show their, <laughs> and I just have to pack it up, dude, and leave. And that's, and I walk out shaking my head. I'm like, dang, I, I hate men, dude. These guys <laughs> yeah. can't just come in here and have a civilized dump. They have to yeah. turn it into a, a dick measuring contest, <laughs> but who can be the most loud and disgusting, dude. Oh jeez! And dude, if you can't I, answer back, if you bring that weak shit, dude, get out. Yeah. You can't take the heat. Get out of the fire. That's why I've always been a fan of gender neutral bathroom. Like, cause there's the, like at Starbucks we have just like the regular one stall bathroom that's like used for one person. I, I honestly love those because you can really just be private and and have your own, and you know do what you got to do in a in a pleasant and clean manner oh i mean i've talked about it on the podcast before but the bathroom is the best thing about starbucks in my opinion yes you have mentioned that before because you can use it no matter if you're a customer or not (laughs) they can't refuse it and there's starbucks is everywhere the only time we were ever able to recently refuse it is because the pandemic but that's a a whole situation that right right means that it's a whole thing but now no but now we're back to it now it's like yes come and use our bathrooms whenever you want ben yeah, they like are they are they've been making commercials for, for specifically for you to come use the bathrooms. Hey, you specifically, Ben, <laughs> come use our bathrooms again, and don't bother buying anything. We're just gonna buy ad space to ask you to use our bathroom. Use our bathroom, and then maybe you know have a drink or two. You know, An ice maybe on us. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did have Starbucks this morning, and it was yeah. really and it didn't make me oh. have to go to the bathroom because that's just coffee. Yeah. But we had CBD coffee. We had yesterday. CBD coffee yesterday. They put a couple droplets. 
Yeah, and then mix that's it what up I around. heard, dude. Are you addicted to CBD yet, Coos? Ugh, no. I'm like bone <laughs> dry at home. It sucks. CBD is 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 cool just because it it definitely helps you physically vibe out. Like... It, it, it's kind of like um, essential oils in in a way because they also make essential mm. oils that are just like CBD. It is actually I do kind of put it in that same realm, and maybe I'm just being too much of a cynic, but I kind of look at it as like. It's kind of in your head. It's like, oh, I did my, uh, took my CBD. Now I'm, I'm high as shit, dude. And like, are you? I'm totally vibing on everything right now. Well, I don't know. Like, I've tried CBD and I never really, like, really feel. Like, I, like I don't think CBD is really supposed to. If anything, it'll give you a low key physical, just like. Well, it's supposed to relax you. Yeah. Right? yeah. What does yeah. that mean, though? It means you get like the the body high aspect of it, where you're like really relaxed and like. Yeah, you it's kind of really, like when like, you're care. drinking you're tea and out. you got the nutrients I, from calm. that. I guess so. It's pretty subtle. It is subtle. It's it's supposed to be very subtle, but uh, but it is. It can be expensive as heck. Um, really? Yeah, because they also serve. They have they have CBD oils that you can like vape and whatnot. And they have, you know, a lot of vape shops will still have like that. Doesn't I don't know why would you was the point just to get it into you as quickly as possible with vaping? I feel like I'm you, not sure if you could take it orally or any other way. I'd want to do that before smoking it. Yeah. Or vaping. It, I feel like popcorn I mean, you'd, lung. You mean you'd cook it? It, it also yeah, like kind of helps you. with people who are like trying to get off nicotine. Mm. Yeah, and so CBD is a, at least a low key beneficial to your body, whereas mm. nicotine doesn't really provide anything. Well, mm. it's an addictive, you know, artificially exactly. made substance. So at least with CBD, it's natural, so it's not like destroying your body inside and out it's you know it and there's probably like cons too but the point is is that you know the cons are very minimal compared to like yeah. i thought the cons is that we don't know drugs. what the cons are um, it's like so new that we just are i don't know i don't necessarily know if that's true there was like a study came out that like as far as like smoking weed it leads to more like gingivitis or whatever but like i also don't know if that's just because you know people like smoke it or are like eating it and just have bad every time i cbd um i mean same thing i mean if you're cooking it or smoking it you know what i mean you don't brush your teeth enough that's what that's supposed there's like a report that came out a few years back and things like yeah the only like known hard you know uh uh, downside to uh, just you know weed in general is that you know there's been a lot of cases of people getting like gingivitis and that's it. Oh, well, and the only way to that. prevent that is obviously just you know better hygiene. I so definitely. If you're got well, that covered, I'm all about brushing good. my teeth. Well, exactly. So. I thought uh, the thing about weed is that it's a Schedule One drug and they can't study it, so we don't just don't know anything uh, about it. We still nobody's yeah. doing any research. Yeah, I guess that's true too. Now, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like I'm sure there's somebody's. I, I think that there's somebody should have studied it. I think we're starting to like study it and like understand because I think like it's it's not really a schedule one drug anymore, you know, like it's so well, except for it definitely it is, is. but it's like by being a schedule one drug, that means the government has listed it as a schedule one drug. I agree with you that the popular sentiment towards it has been different for a long, long time. It's only also because it's like not half the country, but there are so many states in the country right now. I think it's close to half. I want to say it's more than 20. Yeah, I didn't want to speak out of. Yo, sure, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, but I but I'm sure assuming it's... at least half because just because so many, you know, I don't want to say popular states, but so many states that like New York just oh, legalized yeah. it, California, like all, all those places. Um, yeah, slowly but surely, Re- medically and recreationally, like catching up or whatever. And one by one, states are legalizing it. 
you know it's it's slowly it's the you know slow and steady wins the race but it is happening right um and i just I guess think- it just feels more like it's not just because we live in the illegal states well we live in the the southbound states where like georgia south carolina yeah the bible texas yeah i mean just all those um different states that just don't have the bible thumper states like sure um yeah uh, yeah, i mean we've known this i think it's headed in the right direction but currently it's a schedule one drug which as i understand it is why we haven't had like clinical research on it because probably the case they're just like it's just bad just don't do it so, um, but I, I, uh, I had a pretty exciting night the other night, you guys, uh, when I was driving home from dinner, I pulled into my apartment complex and there was a dude just stopped in the middle of the like road, basically like not the road, but like in the middle of my apartment complex. Oh yeah. Okay. What would you even call that? Drive just the parking lot. Yeah. Middle of the street. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Middle and, of the street. Um, so his car was dead as I was driving by and the car next to him also was dead. Two dead cars right next to each other, and these dudes were just chilling out. They're like, "Hey, wow. come help us!" And I don't know. He's like, "You know, you come help me." Well, yeah, exactly. Like they couldn't help each other because both their batteries were dead. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I was like looking at them. I was like, "I don't know. You guys are looking kind of sus. <laughs> like, how? What are the chances there are two dead cars next to each other?" And like, yeah. if I pull up, are these guys going to like hassle me or jump me or like, why is this a trick? You know, yeah. is it just my, it seemed kind of sucks. Yeah. You, you want to make sure that they actually wanted a jump from you and not you needing a <laughs> jump from them. <laughs> <laughs> but take your milk money. Right. But uh, no, it just turned out they really did just need to get jumped. So I jumped two cars in like two minutes Dang, and I uh, got these guys back up and running. That's a world record. Uh, yeah. Which I don't know. No, That's was pretty a record. Cool. Dude. It was, it was uh, an interesting couple of guys. Uh, like they're actually my neighbors. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised it was actually your neighbors and not like this wasn't at a public for like some place just like you were getting groceries. Or well, he mentioned that he was well, like coming home or whatever. So well, we're in the apartment complex. Right. But it makes me I don't know. It just makes me think about what it's like to be an American like in your community where I feel so alienated from the people that I live around where my first reaction when I see somebody asking for help with their car is like, is this person going to attack me? Am I going to yeah. regret stopping to help this person? Sure. Which sucks, you know? And I maybe that's something that i just think about or, or it's a perception i have that's no, not I, I accurate mean, it's unfortunate but you have to these days just because um people, people are weird are, people are horrible <laughs> people yeah. are weird and dangerous and like it's you know you the Hence, reason why you get suspicious like that is for why I love your dogs. survival and safety you know like, oh yeah dogs don't shoot up schools that's okay true. but dogs can definitely bite you too though that's true yeah like that's if you true. don't if there's a stranger dog like it walks up to you and you're like hey dog and it's like that's and dogs can also definitely be dogs yeah. can definitely be like stupid and irrational for sure because they're just like especially if you just gave them food that's clearly for them you're like awesome. And you're just paying them, and they're like, "Get away from me. this! Is mine, dude? Get the freak away from me!" It's like, bro, I know. I'm just giving you some love too. What the heck, <laughs> you dumbass? Like, well, I don't think like when they're eating, dogs like to be touched because uh, my mom. Some dog, dogs don't have a problem. Like Henry is 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 weird. Yeah, not all dogs, bro. Hashtag not all, not dogs, all dogs, but it's also like not all the time because I've had instances where like that's another thing. Uh, my dog Banjo, like I'll give him food and you know pet him and he's fine. And then other days, um, I'll give him food and I'll like start petting him and he'll he'll like growl or whatever. But then he'll just go back to eating once I like move away. 
Um, so I'm pretty sure when I was training the dogs, uh, when they were puppies, like the guidance we got was you're supposed to pet them while you're feeding them so that they understand that like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You know, you do it at an early age yeah. for sure. So then they don't ever develop that kind of hostile, but I don't know, maybe it's not all dogs. But no, but, but it's still pretty close. Cause with my dog, Henry, he, he had already, we, we, he was a rescue and we, he was already basically trained like that. It was like, he, yeah. Um, then again, he's just not an aggressive dog. Like I said, it, hashtag not all dogs. It's just all dogs can be different in different scenarios. Because the only time Henry can be kind of jumpy is with, is with certain other dogs. Because they don't know. He doesn't know yeah. how he, they're going to react to him and whatnot. Right. But with humans, he's like super friendly with. Yeah, that's pretty much how Banjo is. He does not like... Is Banjo the new one or is Banjo the... Banjo is the new one. That's right, because Tinkerbell is the other one. Yeah, that's my mom's dog. So, um, and I guess Banjo has become my dog at this point because I've been taking care of him. Would you guys time. consider yourself dog people? Like, would you oh, say yeah. you're a dog yeah. person? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I haven't owned a cat. The only cat I ever had, uh, scratched the hell out of my arms and then ran away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. I am allergic to cats. So me too, you know. but I don't want to be anti cat. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Cats. I'm no. also not anti cat cause I cool dating someone who's who's ridden horses almost all their lives we go to the barn and there's barn cats and they're actually super gentle and tiny and they're like adorable little kittens um yeah no definitely again uh, uh, the same argument can be made hashtag not all cats sure yeah well um yeah i don't like the di- like this kind of uh people try to push you to one side or the yeah. other like you can only like dogs you can only like cats i like, no, that's how, I can like uh, both yeah that's how like everyone's been lately is just like you can either be on one side or the other there's no room for a gray people right do the same thing with politics if you're if you're if you like are more republican then it's like no you're not you're not even you don't even agree with any democratic you know values and whatnot it's like okay i don't know about that because you can always support both sides because at the end of the day you're you're both on team america that is a very hopeful message, yeah. but I, I try know. to be optimistic. But it's well, I mean, they do it with everything. Is whether you're Snyder cut or uh, <laughs> yeah, Yoss uh, Whedon cut. Uh, yeah, um, Joss Whedon or the what, the what was it you were cut. talking about yesterday or the day before? It was like a the cut Yoss that actually week. doesn't exist. Oh, the um, the Dalia cut, the Dalia of cut. Army of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like me with the because one of the one of my favorite current tiktok memes i don't know if you guys have seen this but it's click but instead of adam sailor it's click with seth rogan <laughs> that sounds like it'd be a good movie i what? would totally watch well, click I mean, with seth rogan i've heard some people really liked uh click anyways like with adam sandler yeah for sure I, uh, well i, I can con- confirm that my girlfriend doesn't because she hates adam sandler people listen people knock on adam sandler but i'm sorry he's I still pretty it. funny he's like, funny and, and it's i think people just riffed on him because of jack and jill and that was just such a apparently it was such a trash movie oh i mean yeah i'm sure i haven't seen it but i didn't i forgot i found out that al pacino's in that movie yeah i don't know people are pretty polarizing on adam sandler like uh especially like people who say that i want to say joey maybe told me about this or i don't know but like there's people who are like adam sandler just gets all of his friends together and cashes out by like putting them on in whatever trash movie he definitely gets was it rob schneider Schneider, because they're both happy madison boys yeah well like also that is he's definitely done that before like grown-ups um which i think is a pretty funny movie 
Um, that Joey has a more nuanced take on it than that. I can't remember. Well, it, I keep like, forgetting Ben Stiller is a friend of Adam Sandler, and he's in Happy Gilmore. I I totally forgot that Ben Stiller was in Happy Gilmore. And but it's movies like those that prove that show, I mean, they show how Adam Sandler got his success because there's those are some classic originals. I think my favorite Adam Sandler is probably Fifty First Dates, just because it's such a good rom com, and him and Drew Barrymore have done movies together and they still do movies together because their chemistry is really good and they're good friends. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's all right. I liked him in Uncut Gems. I still haven't seen that, but I, I, I've seen enough clips. Uh, I love how much of a, have how much of a not fan of the weekend he is in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely true. It's a good movie. You should see it. You can't really experience it unless you watch it yourself. That's, That's true. Fair. I mean, I feel like you can say that with any movie. You really, it's, That's not, it's definitely it's true. It's the whole thing of yeah. don't judge a book by its cover. That's so true. That's definitely how we think of it here, at least on this podcast. But yeah. specifically that yeah. movie, it's like, you just have to go through it. Like, sure. It's it's a ride. Like, it's it's even hard to talk about. Just, you got to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, I, I want to say yes, but I'm going to go with no, because I watched it. <laughs> Dude, well, I, I, I want to be able to say that I've seen it because then we could keep talking about it. But, but I definitely have Unfortunately, not yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'm going to have to go with well, no. No, okay, <laughs> okay. so here, to my shame, I watched it while I was very, very, very drunk and I fell asleep. So oh, okay. I remember part of it, but I don't remember the ending. Yeah, and I so you know I don't want to like say that I've seen it. There's a movie I know Fair. for sure. At least I know that the three of us have seen, and it which is Toy Story. And Toy Story is such a such a classic. Dude, Are you about I, to segue that, into Tiny Soldier or Little Soldiers or whatever? Is that what's what? The what? What are you talking about? Um, yeah, you're trying to like segue into the other. Uh, no, I'm uh, just small ta- soldiers. There you go. Oh no, I was just trying to segue. No, it was like he was trying to segue story. into Toy Story because Toy Story is the first Pixar film, the first full length feature film, and it's the uh, original Randy Newman concept album movie. It so <laughs> it is. So is. It so is. <laughs> and and like a perfect example of like of the reason it makes it a concept is because you got that first song, you got a friend in me, but then whenever Buzz comes along, you got the strange things are happening to me. Nah, it's such a classic. Yeah. And then you got what is it? Uh the one where Buzz realizes that he's like he is totally a yeah. toy, dude. That's such an iconic scene yeah. because he watches the Buzz Lightyear action figure commercial, yeah, and he's on like, TV, and, and even says like, "Not a flying toy," and that's like that's one of the like the not a flying toy. Yeah, that's one of the things that makes yeah, and he like tries Buzz to have fly. an existential crisis. Yeah, no, and, actually, I heard um, this other podcast I listened to called the C Team. They were talking about this uh, Buzz Lightyear, his character believes that he is a real person yeah. who went to the space academy yeah. and trained for years and became a real spaceman. So imagine the, like the existential horror that he's going through, realizing that they're that, all fake memories. All those memories are fake. All all his friends at the academy, yeah. all the people that he went to flight yeah. school with. Yeah. They never existed. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That is really it everything. Is really he, dark. Yeah, it literally is that everything I know is a lie. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 
And then he, hard pill to swallow, for right? Sure. And then I mean that is a lot to put in that a, is a kids lot. movie about a toy, <laughs> you know? You are a toy, you can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love that in the movie version of that song where Buzz is like, yes. yeah, like they put Woody's voice in there, but then on the soundtrack <laughs> version, it's not there. I always get kind of unfulfilled because I'm like that part actually fits well. Yeah. No, that song hits really well, like on, yeah. the, on the on the emotional level where. It's it's like when you realize like everything is a lie and you're like yeah. depressed, but then you have that moment where you like you bounce back against it and you're like, no, it, it can't, can't be true. true. I can fly if I wanted to. And he's like climbing up the bars on, yeah, like, the, on the stairway yeah. or whatever and he like gets to the top and he, and he sees like the window. Dude, the way that his wings fly out too, like, <laughs> and he like yeah. almost like bounces. Pixar animation is so good. That's good. And it it, really that's thing, it's gotten, Pixar used to be just like, oh, cool kids movies. And now it's like cool kids movies that also really make you emotionally like unstable because you could like, they're just so sad sometimes. Like Up is a perfect example. Inside Out is another good one. Yeah. Um, well, like Soul is pretty. Soul is pretty I, yeah. Soul. Well. I still haven't seen Coco, but my mom has such an emotional attachment to Coco because I've heard the same thing. Coco's really my good. uncle. You've seen it? I've seen it, yeah. yeah. Coco's really good. Yeah, The music in it, like the songs are really good too. Most Disney movies have to have like a good sing-along song. Like, like you well, know, yeah. and whatnot. And, I mean, that's part of the reason why I love Toy Story so much because of Randy Newman. Yeah. Uh, he's. I mean, it, it's... Would you say it rivals the artistic involvement of uh, Tarzan with... I was about uh, to bring up Tarzan because uh, I think... Genesis, dude. Uh, Phil, 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 Phil Collins. Because yeah, yeah. that's his concept Disney album. <laughs> I... So, okay, as much as I love Toy Story and Running Newman, the Tarzan soundtrack was next level because there's even a song called Trash in the Can, which is all based around sounds that they're making. Like, uh, I want to know how they were able to compose that. I feel like Phil Collins really came into his own in... Do you think he did that song? Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he did the whole score. But I could be wrong. The, well, he worked on the entire album, and I'm sure he like. Here's what I do know: there are two wait, versions. Wait, wait, what makes you so sure about that? Well, he did every other song in the whole like. He did the soundtrack. But doesn't he, he sing the, in all the other songs? He too? sings them, but um, he also he's a drummer, so he composed all. And okay. it's all about all the drums in Tarzan. If you listen to that that whole album, you'll you'll realize he is actually well because he, Spotify credits that song like all the other songs say Phil Collins, but that one says Rosie O'Donnell. So that's because Rosie O'Donnell technically is the one singing. Yeah, she yeah. plays Turk. She plays Turk, and and um, what's the reason I know Phil Collins definitely co- still composed that is because. There are two versions of that song on the Tarzan soundtrack. There's the film version, which is the one with uh, with Rosie, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell, but then there's the in sync Phil Collins version. Right, that is like almost acapella, <laughs> and it's so good. It's so early two thousands. Really? Have you guys yes, ever listened so to the versions in other languages? No, like the Spanish no. version of the Star. I think I the did. Tarzan, uh, I think I have soundtrack. seen it. Like because it's still Phil Collins singing in different languages. Really? That's actually yeah. impressive, and I like that because his voice is so iconic in that movie. Yeah, you kind of need to have Phil Collins yeah. narrate it. Like it. just him though. Like uh, Rosie O'Donnell, there's a different Turk in the Spanish version and the German version. But all it's those really just the Phil Collins Phil movie. Collins. He's like, no, it's my album. <laughs> Nobody else is going to be. It's my, my movie. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's still good. It's still, Damn, I would love to hear. Was it strange? Strangers among me, or whatever. Uh, strangers, strangers like, like me. me. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, there you go. And then two worlds, 
one family. Yeah, dude. No, so we'll, many good songs. We'll blast some of that after the podcast. You yeah, can hear dude. it in Spanish, dude. It's, it's <laughs> yes, actually dang, it's, dude. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh Maybe you should think of that Atlanta episode where, where in season two where they're uh they go to Drake's party and at the end she's like, Drake's Mexican. And then you hear Hotline Bling, but the Spanish version. Yeah. Is Drake really Mexican? <laughs> I think he could be part Hispanic. I don't I really don't know. I like Drake, but I don't know much about... I, all I know is that he's from Toronto. He's straight up racially ambiguous, dude. So he must be also French, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. My baguettes and Eiffel Towers. I I mean, is that offensive? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Dude, okay. Yeah. I've been to... Is I've it been, though? Because yeah. I feel like that's the same level as being like, oh, I'm American. I like cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like, I'm not offended by that. I'm not, well, dude, also, I love baguettes and I've been to the Eiffel Tower. They're both cool. They're honestly the best. I got oh, the shit. Eiffel Tower pass. You've been like, the Eiffel I'm Tower? allowed to make French jokes about the Eiffel <laughs> the Tower Eiffel since Tower I've been there. <laughs> that's funny. I've been there too, although I didn't go in it. Damn. You went in it, right? I went in. I you went were to the in top. There. You went to recreate the scene from Rush Hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rush Hour Rush 3. Hour 3. Yeah. 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 Well, they fly <laughs> down. Let's go to Paris. Let's go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that Everybody line? Oh, dude. Classic. Like, ugh, Rush Hour is so good. What was the story for Rush Hour 3? What's like the... Rush Hour 3. Well, I know the little girl from the first one, like, reprises her role, but she's, like, oh, an nice. adult now. She's the original... That That's why it's called Rush Hour, right? Because... They're in traffic, or, or like the car gets pulled over. Yeah, and it's like, like, why is there so much traffic? Rush hour, and then they, pff, they yeah, kill them. Kill them, and they just kept. And they're like, I guess that's the whole movie now. Is that <laughs> one hour. line? Let's just make three movies based on this one offhand. Three comment. movies, almost four, because I was as a fan of those movies. I, I looked into it, and they, they, I like a lot of fans are like, oh, please make a fourth one. I think it's just because they love Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan's chemistry. Oh yeah, Chris Tucker is oh, just yeah. a funny funny dude that says funny stuff and then jackie chan's got his whole comical fighting style yeah which has made him prominent and whatnot oh yeah and he does his own stunts too like yeah. it's yeah. such a it's such an amazing combo because the mm-hmm. other thing too is like chris tucker is so improvisational yes. with the way that he does so that really adds another element to to jackie chan who's so scripted and so exact i think his, you and joey like, were talking about it when you guys talked about on the the Rush Hour pod, like one, Rush Hour One podcast, that Jackie Chan. There are times when he's like kind of riffing off of Chris Tucker, right. of what he says, which is like I, like I love the line in Rush Hour Two, and uh, they're they're like not spying, but they're checking on this girl who they think m- may be corrupt and whatnot, and they she gets a packed liver, and they're like, oh, it's a bomb, and then they find out it's not a bomb. And they're like bickering at each other. And Chris Tucker's like, I said she was the bomb. And, and Jackie Chan goes, she was the bomb. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Jackie Chan having to basically use a second language in yeah. this stuff. that makes it all yeah. the more impressive that he's able to do what he does. Um, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. I, I don't know. Would you even want to rush hour four, though? I do. I just love their chemistry. I love seeing more of them. That's I'd just be worried me. that it'd be bad, but I don't know. I mean... Who cares? At this right? point, like, if the fans demand it, they will make it. The, like, the franchise is dude, super okay, profitable. I want to agree with that statement, but fans were all about Beetlejuice 2, and we thought it was going to happen, and then it ended up not happening. And yeah, I'm still kind of bummed about that. I'm not bummed. Because, well, we're just going to be in Hawaii. 
Was it? Yeah, it was I gonna be like that. Beetlejuice like does Hawaii. I like how I'm the biggest yeah. Tim Burton fan among us, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. We read about it when we did the Beetlejuice episode. Oh, and, that's uh, all. Aw- oh, damn. Yeah. But yeah, then again, there already was a Beetlejuice animated series after the film came right, out. Yeah. Right. Um, I forgot they, they did the same thing with Jumanji, yep. Men in Black, Godzilla, and the bad '90s one. Yeah, I, wait, which one? Matthew Broderick. Are you talking about uh, Broderick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Godzilla. I thought yeah, you were so talking, they made a cartoon because the Men in Black the... show was actually really good. Yes. No, I can I can testify to that. There's the also a Ghostbusters cartoon. animated series too. When yeah. those after those movies came out too, I remember seeing that. I just remember seeing the intro to the Godzilla uh, <laughs> animated series. And it is based off the bad one, though. It is based off the bad one, and like that, I remember one or two episodes where it was good, but it was mostly trash because the movie was trash, and it's just like okay. Um, and then I remember they like did their take on Mecha Godzilla, um, and it. Uh, it did like it was so bad because it was really just like right like the Godzilla from the movie except his like arm and like part of his face were cybernetic. I can and just it was so lame. How Coos is going into the details on on Mecha Godzilla, it, it shows that he's so not a Godzilla bandwagon fan because because no dude yeah there's so many bandwagon fans like I, I I want to think that there would one day be a bandwagon Trump fan. Someone who 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 got into Trump retroactively, like after the fact. Af- yeah, after he's already out of office, after he said that the election was rigged, like <laughs> oh, like a post-Trump yeah. President Trump fan. Yeah. Someone who and, and they're wearing not even uh keep America great. They're, they're wearing the OG MAGA hat. It's like well, he already won once. He's like, yeah, but I want him to win once again. Yeah, I'm just into the aesthetic of Trump. You know? Yeah, I also stormed the Capitol. Right. It's like, no, sir, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely... <laughs> no, it's a guy who, like, really, really wants to be authentically a Trump MAGA supporter. Like, he didn't actually storm the Capitol, but he says he did. He's yeah, he, like, he wasn't at I any was of there. the rallies. Yeah. He's, like, on forums posting. <laughs> I was there, you guys. And the FBI finds him, and they track him down, and he's they're like, like sir... No, you weren't there. You were not there. Come on, no, arrest me. I was there. <laughs> I was there. Come on, arrest sir. me. I was there. We can't arrest you. You didn't do anything. You <laughs> sir, even this there. is a Wendy's. Sir, is this a picture of you in a Pete Buttigieg 2020 <laughs> T-shirt during the Democratic primaries? No, <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I've always packed the big man. I've always been a, a Trump guy. Sir, is this you voting for Joe Biden on Super Tuesday and putting it on your <laughs> Facebook wall? He's wearing your I voted sticker. Yeah, it's saying that he's the most electable candidate. <laughs> Is this you? No. <laughs> I was at the I was at the Capitol building. <laughs> I broke glass. I broke glass. Did you guys hear about glass. that guy who got uh he's getting arrested because he, at the Capitol riots, he sat on a cop car and uh like took a picture. I think it was a SWAT vehicle. And he took a picture and used it as his album cover for his rap album. No, but that's actually wow, very dude. badass. It, I actually love that. It, it, it was badass, but the cops were like, or the, like that guy was like, oh, you're going to jail for that. Shoot. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, you know, don't take a picture sitting on a SWAT vehicle and then use it as your album cover for your rap album. You know, it's just like, how do you like blast the fact that you are there at the, uh, 
at the protest at the pro- no but how me, is anyone riot. else gonna know you, you like you got to do some thug thing in the rap game and i guess that's one way to do it i feel like there are other ways you can make yourself look like a thug without going to prison for it <laughs> yeah i mean having a yeah. uh, iconic album cover is important but yeah i don't know i mean what if he just said i photoshopped it you know because you could make it look like you're in front of the capitol building i don't know yeah i would assume that the fbi just like knows um how to like determine if it's photoshopped or not and if they can make that judgment call then uh you know there you go i guess there's probably other things they can use like that's just the indicator that he was there they can probably use other things to verify that he was there like security camera footage and stuff like that yeah but uh you guys weren't there right no where the capitol yeah I want to say I was because I want to be a bandwagon trope <laughs> fan. Jeez. But no, I wasn't. Yeah, I actually, I remember that day because I remember I was just hardcore napping and I think we were all texting about it. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I've was seen wild. 28 messages. I'm like, what? And you guys were like, are you seeing this? And I was like, what's happening? And I was like, oh, that's happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was, it was so wild. weird. I was literally on the clock working and then suddenly like all the tickets stopped coming in and my Twitter was blowing up, and one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, uh, Justin, go check your Twitter right now because shit's going on." And I was like, "Okay." Um, and I checked my Twitter. I was just like, "Oh, uh, this is happening. Yeah, like this is a real thing right now. It's this is actually live. going on." Yeah, you heard it here today, riot. folks. Yeah, it was wild. It was, and I, I honestly can't believe it happened. And it's just like. I don't How like that. bad does that make us? I look? don't like that it happened during, or, or like during the time that was still the most historic time that I had been living in for a while because it was still the pandemic happening. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, it was again. Remember, yeah. we recorded a podcast on the first, and everyone was like, "Yeah, literally everything bad has is already done. It's already done. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing other bad stuff will happen." And then five days later. Or six days later, it's literally like unprecedented uh, insurrection at the Capitol. It's got to keep going. Okay, but actually, that optimism, I do feel that now. I do feel like stuff is genuinely getting better right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just because we're able to go out and do shitty and do stuff like this again. It's getting better all the time. Yeah, it is getting better. Beatles reference. I think we're turning a corner on it. I I love the Beatles, but that song also clearly had some John Lennon writing in there because I used to be I, like one of the lines in that song is i used to beat my wife it's like okay that was definitely written by john lennon and not mccartney <laughs> dang i don't even remember those are some well, yeah. og beatles facts for you yeah dang okay i do not remember any of that but you know what yeah they don't talk about it much but john john <laughs> lennon definitely <laughs> was one of those so whenever you hear wife beating uh references in the beatles uh, you know where it's coming from I, you it? absolutely know where it's coming from <laughs> Wow. All right. And with that, I think we're going to wrap up this uh, <laughs> session of the uh, the podcast. So thanks for uh, and thanks jumping for, on here, you guys. Thanks for having us, man. Hey, 
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Affable Chat Off Script. Shout out to my guests, Nick and Coos, for joining me on this episode. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And wherever you get your podcasts, please leave us a review. It really helps. You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Affable Chat, or send us an email, affablechat at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube, where we post videos and clips from the live stream sometimes episodes of the podcast and sometimes things that are totally unrelated to movies also affable chat is live on tuesday nights 7 p.m eastern time on twitch that's twitch.tv slash affable chat that's going to do it for this one for affable chat i'm benjamin thanks for listening